Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. Welcome to Multifamily Investing Made Simple. This is the podcast that's all about taking the complexity out of real estate investing so that you can take action today. I'm your host, Anthony Vecino of Invictus Capital. Joined, as always, by Dan. You sound exhausted by this. Kruger. Oh, here again. <laughs> I just keep showing That's a up. great middle name, by the way. Dan, you sound exhausted by this, Kruger. <laughs> I am. I'm well, you told today. me right before we pressed record that I, I'm really on one today. You are. I, my energy is high. Yeah. I'm bringing the energy on this it's late Friday sugar, afternoon. You got a little pep in your step. Dan and Reed are over here just like a couple of mopey mollies, and I'm like, a, I'm a peppy poly. poly pe, a, a peppy poly. What was that word we just learned on the last episode? Papa. Papusa. Papusa. Yeah. If, yeah. You've, uh, if you guys are listening, if you guys have heard that episode, I don't know when this, what the order of these podcasts that we record go out in. So maybe this is actually coming out before that other episode. In which case, you're very confused. And people are like, what the heck is a papusa? <laughs> you're going to want to tune Check in out the book review. to the book review of the one thing which is coming up here, I believe, next week. Um, you'll hear all about papusas. And we don't even get to the book. We, we don't even talk, talk about the book. We just talk about the right. Anyway, what we today, about today? today I want to talk about a concept I tweeted about, and there's a couple of different um, aspects that we can unpack, but I think they're all apropos for an investing podcast where I think it can get really, uh, a lot of people get into real estate because they want to make money. Let's just be, let's just be completely honest, no. right? Like they want financial freedom. They want to create generational wealth and all these things. And a lot of that, um, that money only makes you happy up to a certain point. And then beyond that, it just kind of, it's there and that's great. And more, more money causes more problems. But um, here, here's the tweet and then we can kind of unpack it. It is that wealth is a ratio between what you make and what you spend. It is not a ratio between what you make and what somebody else makes. Most people don't get this and it's a large part of why they're so miserable. So let's unpack that first part. Wealth mm. is a ratio between what you make and what you spend. Dan, break that down. Yeah, so it's basically just um, you know how much wiggle room do you have between your income and your expenses? Because I've, I've used the example of you know some famous celebrities who have gone bankrupt a lot to to illustrate to people um, who are close to me that aren't really quite as financially savvy. They look at at income as the indicator of wealth and they'll look at it like an actor and say, oh, they made a few million bucks in this movie. They must be rich. They must be wealthy. It's like, well, not if they're spending twice as much as they're making or if they're spending all that money not realizing that there's going to be a tax bill at the end of the year, which happens a lot, and all of a sudden they're negative, right? Um, High income does not equate to wealth. You could be at a very low income and have an incredibly low cost of living. I know people are like this, uh, that would be considered much wealthier than Master P or, you know, some of these, uh, really famous people who are given a ton of money and somehow spent more than that. 
And so really people spend way too much time looking at income, at least in this country, yeah. in our society, they look at income and they don't look at the delta between the income and the expenses, which is what it's all about. Because I got to say, when I was uh, in high school making hell, probably minimum wage, uh, I had no debt. I had no liabilities. Um, I think I had like a car payment technically, but all in all, I, I made like maybe 20 some grand a year with my jobs going into college, 20 something. And my, my liabilities are so damn low. I had a decent amount of, you know, I had enough free cash flow to just, you know, live life. Graduate from college, get my first job. Uh, first salary is uh, amazing. It was more than my parents had ever made in their entire lives in one year. Um, but student loans kick in and rent goes up and all these things change. And net, net, I'm actually, I have less cash to work with. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got broker. Uh, by making more. By making twi- <laughs> over twice as much. And I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. This sucks. Um, That's so, the very definition of lifestyle creep right there, yeah, right? where it's yeah. like, it gets you. Got me. Yep. So I was like, this this blows. Um, but I think it's a really important distinction because so many people are just so focused on the income side. They see people's incomes and they're just like assume that they must be in, in great shape financially. But it's like until you know what the other side of that uh, equation looks like, expenses and liabilities, like you don't know. Like those Instagram people might just be throwing everything on their credit cards when they're on vacations. It might all be rented. You know, you never know what someone's actual wealth is unless you actually see their balance sheet. Yeah. And here's here's the second part of this then. So if, if wealth is a ratio between what you make and what you um, what you spend like that's totally within your control. So the question you have to ask yourself is then why do people spend so much more than they, they, they need to Gotta keep like, up with the Jones. And man. this is where the second part is. It leads to people being so damn unhappy. Mm-hmm. It's Instagram. wealth. Wealth is not a ratio between what you make and what somebody else makes. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what people they They're like, Jeff Bezos makes gajillion dollars. Like I must, I I'm poor. And it's like, it, his, his number another, doesn't matter to you. That's another important one is some of these people that have like really high net worth that you hear talk here talked about a lot. doesn't really mean anything because might, a lot of these guys are pretty cash poor and they don't actually have income per se, but all their wealth is tied up in something a liquid that could fluctuate in value. Like Bezos, for example, right? I, I don't know how much he and Elon, well, actually, I think I saw the number with how much Elon lost over the last uh, month or so. I think it was about a hundred billion, a uh, hundred million dollars over the last month or something, basically since the market kind of started going down from when the Twitter thing started, he's lost about a hundred million dollars on paper. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it didn't really did he have it oh, yeah. or did it just happen to kind of, yeah, it's, it's paper money. Right. So, but I think that comparison thing is key because honestly, no matter how much you make or, or how big the Delta is between your income and your expenses, even if you're nailing that, if you're always comparing yourself to somebody else, your life's always going to suck because mm-hmm. you're not, you're, you're, you're always going to be happy with what somebody else has instead of trying to be happy with what you have. That's, that's a recipe for being uh, eternally miserable. I'm pretty sure. It, it totally is. I mean, you've, you've been present. Like one of the things I like to point out a lot because it is kind of, I think it's kind of funny um, in this, in this world of real estate and investing people, people expect you to show up in a certain way. Like mm-hmm. you got to dress the part and you got to drive the car. And I, I don't drive the car. I drive a little Prius C and I like to point it out to people because it kind of, I, I get crap about it from people. They're like, um, it's like a $10,000 car. I have no debt on it. It's, it's whatever. But the thing is like, I don't care because I'm not trying to impress. I'm not trying to compare to other people that have the nicer thing because I know, I know what my wealth is. And that's again, like the thing that you can't see, right? Like, unless you can look at my bank statement and you can't see that thing. And so if you're trying to compare yourself, your reality against somebody else's, when you can't even in in any objective way know what their true reality is 
right? Like I don't actually know how much debt you've incurred to do that thing, to have that lifestyle. Then I'm, I'm setting myself up for a life of perpetual disappointment because the game is a hundred percent rigged against you if that's the rules that you're playing by. But if you play by the rules of, Hey, wealth is a ratio between what I make and what I spend. Well, I'm going to spend less and I'll focus on making more, but just keep that Delta high and I'll be happy. hundred percent, hundred percent. I think that's key right there. Um, cause I grew up in a very kind of lower middle-class income family as far as like the, the income is concerned, like the, the quality of our life was amazing, but like the income was, you know, you, on paper, it's like pretty low. Um, but I didn't even notice, right? Uh, my mom was a whiz at somehow stretching a dollar so far that I wasn't even aware that there was a stretch there. But there was enough of a delta that uh, we could get by. And I was so happy, but we were like had no money. Mm-hmm. But it didn't matter. Everyone was happy, right? Because we were focused on the stuff that matters. We weren't comparing ourselves to the Joneses. And we lived pretty much right at our means, but like just enough below so that, you know, it was good. We weren't upgrading lifestyle a lot. And it was, we didn't need money to be happy, basically. Yep. So... so that it's this is maybe a weird uh, podcast episode where we're not really talking about multifamily investing, but it is important because as you're pursuing multifamily investing, passive income streams, and like generating wealth and financial freedom, all these things, just realize like how how are these things really measured, right? Like that's going to be the key instead of creating some false dichotomy over here that you will never be able to live up to. Just get off of Instagram. You'd get off of Instagram. That's not helping anybody. So like make sure that you're judging yourself uh, mm-hmm. along the metrics that truly matter. Um, if you got some value out of this, go drop a review. That'd be really, that'd be neat um, or swell as the kids are saying these days. Um, it's 1957. It, so, yeah. I dated myself. Okay. Now you guys know it's true. <laughs> um, that's it. That's all for us. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Make sure that you check out that episode next week on the one thing where we talk about pupusas. You're going to love it. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.